Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and today's episode is a BrainStuff classic. How does aspirin work? I wrote this one for our YouTube channel a while back while I was going through a pain research phase, which, yes, is just about as goth as it sounds. It was performed for the podcast by our former host, Christian Sager. Let's dive in. Hey, Brain Stuff, it's Christian Sager here. There are lots of ways to numb yourself to the minor aches and pains that we humans accrue in our daily lives. But today, we're talking about aspirin. Why aspirin? Because although aspirin as we know it has only existed since the late 1800s, the plant that it was originally derived from, willow, is probably the oldest known painkiller in history. Records of people using willow leaves to relieve pain and fevers stretch back 6,000 years to ancient Assyria and Sumer. Willow was also put to use in ancient Egypt, 
Babylon and China, and Hippocrates thought it was pretty rad, especially for pain during childbirth. In the 17 and 1800s, scientists worked on identifying, extracting, and purifying the active ingredient in willow, which turned out to be a chemical they called salicin, which they further discovered your digestive system changes into salicylic acid, which is what reacts with stuff in your body to relieve pain, reduce fever, and swelling. More on how all that works in a second, but first. Salicylic acid. It was a pharmacological superstar. German chemists figured out how to synthesize it on an industrial scale in the 1870s, effectively ending millennia of willow powder use. But it had its drawbacks. Lots of patients couldn't stomach it. Literally, it was really hard on the stomach lining. The son of one such patient, a chemist with Friedrich Bayer and Company by the name of Felix Hoffman, thought it might be less irritating if it was less acidic. So Hoffman converted it to what Bayer and Company dubbed aspirin in eighteen ninety nine. Aspirin has become the popular and less ridiculous to pronounce name for Hoffman's chemical compound, acetylsalicylic acid, or salicylate. It works as humanity finally figured out in the 1970s by preventing your cells from using cyclooxygenase two to create prostaglandins and. Don't worry, I'm about to unpack all of those words. Let's start with the idea that lots of pain is useful, evolutionarily speaking. When you feel pain due to an injury, like a burn or a twisted ankle, it prompts you to take your hand away from that hot thing real quick, or to keep your weight off the ankle until it heals. It's it's useful, right? Pain from an injury to anything but the nervous system is called nociceptive pain. After specialized sensory neurons located throughout your body, called nociceptors, they alert your brain to damage with the help of the damaged tissue itself. Cells in the hurt area start producing enzymes that work together to create a few signal chemicals, including those prostaglandins I mentioned a minute ago. Prostaglandins tell your nociceptors, "No, hey, seriously, there is a problem here." They make your nociceptors increase the signal to your brain. You feel the pain more acutely. Now, prostaglandins are also one of the chemicals that cause inflammation in the tissue around a wound. They make your blood vessels expand, flooding the damaged tissue with all the immune system stuff your body sends to protect the wound. From infection and to help it to heal, all of this is great, right up until it isn't. After a certain point, you don't need continual acute pain as a reminder that you're injured. We know, and some nociceptive pain and swelling is warning us about stimuli that we can't easily avoid, like headaches, arthritis, or period cramps. In the case of arthritis, that inflammation can even cause more damage in the long run. Here's where aspirin swoops in to save the day. When you take aspirin, it's absorbed by your digestive tract into your bloodstream, which takes it throughout your body, including places where cells are excreting the enzymes necessary to produce prostaglandins. Molecules of aspirin. Lock up with one of those enzymes, cyclooxygenase two. Once a molecule of cyclooxygenase two is locked into a molecule of aspirin, it can't help. 
create prostaglandins, which means fewer prostaglandins, which means that the pain signals to your brain don't increase as much and the tissue in the area doesn't swell as much. Hey, thanks, thousands of years of science. Today's episode was produced by Tyler Klang. If you miss Christian and want to hear more from him, check out his pop culture podcast, Super Context. And of course, for more on this and lots of other anti-inflammatory topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.